I'll come back. 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 Sweet. All right, then little editing clip. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Barcast, where the bar gets lower every single week. Your bartenders for this evening shall be milk. Uh, Enigma. Cinnamon toast shrimp. Flam. Wait a second, is that the guy who wrote the booty hopper? Rav. The homie hopper, fuck. I'm here. And I'm a dead meme. This week, we have a very special... Will you shut up, you ninnies? I'm doing the intro! You're sitting here laughing like a joke is being said, but I'm trying to introduce a well-beloved member of the community! You were... God, that was mean. Uh, You guys requested, and we are very happy and proud to introduce to you all Holocron. Holo, it's great to have you on. It's great to be here as I back away slowly, making sure no one's sneaking up behind me. Uh, just ignore the knife to your throat, you know, and everything's going to be just fine. Trust me. Oh, as long as it's my throat, that's fine. That's, all, that's only the top head. I got two. Okay, perfect. <laughs> for those who are tuning in for the first time, let me read to you as fast as we can a little bit of what we do. <clears throat> We're a MLP podcast that interviews fandom celebrities and fandom community guests. Uh, we have interviewed people in the past, such as John Delancey, Andrea Lemon, and many more from the show, including Bill Newton, as well as other community stars like Dusty Cat. And you can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, and all the places you can digest your podcast-related material. Right now, we're streaming live on Twitch, which means that you have the ability to interact with us. There's going to be more about how you can help our charity efforts a little ways into the cast, but right now, the lovely Milk. Hi, Milk. You're making me do things. Yes, is going to be watching the chat and relaying our questions here so we can ensure that we ask them to hollow. Uh, at, we also have the group out on Fem Fiction where we are going to be pulling through questions for people who've been waiting all week. Um... Gosh, am I forgetting anything, Enigma? Tell me I'm shit. Uh, you no, no. You reminded yourself to tell you your shit. That's part of the list. Okay, I think I'm also forgetting something about things we can't say. What are those, Enigma? Uh, no religion, no politics, no self-doxing. Uh, I think that about uh, covers it. No, about no fun allowed. That that's pretty much our rules here. <laughs> So, without further ado, Paulo, let's get you... Oh, the drinking word. Duh, this is a fun-related zone. Today, whenever you hear the word fuck, take a nice, healthy, responsible drink. We don't want to put someone in the hospital again. But without further ado, let's actually introduce Hollow. Hollow, everyone who's listening probably doesn't exactly know who you are, so let's introduce you. Who are you, and what do you do in the fandom? Oh, I'm Holocron, and I am an amateur porn writer. Whoa. Lewd. Sexy. Tell us, 
what type of lewds do you write? Any particular fetishes or anything you lean towards? Uh, personally, I'm a big fan of just about everything within reason. I got to adhere to FinFix rules and doctrine, but I also do commissions. So whatever the pro, if you can meet my price, I pretty much will write anything. Within reason, that means you don't like inflation or, uh, what else is another ridiculous one? A macro or micro or incest. Yeah, that's, you know, that's never going to happen. That's beyond. Yeah, no one writes those things. Yeah. Uh, Incest, the cornerstone of literally every single smut imaginable. Don't know if I've ever considered macro, but I've done a lot of hyper. There you go. I never know. Okay. I think about micro is like, oh, you make your penis very long. Wouldn't that put your body in shock because all your body's blood just went into the new giant dog? You're implying long, that any long, sense is being made long. in any of these stories. I mean, if we follow anime logic, and they have more blood in them than they actually, you know, a body should be able to hold, having super boners would be more, you know, physically possible. And to also be, and to also be fair, they're probably not expecting people are not expecting you to explain the science behind it. They're just trying to get a nut off. So, I mean, there is always that one nerd is just like, this shouldn't be physically possible. Just shut up and jack off, dude. Fucking Jesus Christ. The real fear would be is if they don't have a prostate that's strong enough to actually get the cum totally out of their hyper penis. There needs to be a smut there needs to be a realistic smut fic in this regard, where it's just they actually oh. become macro and hyper dong and this like the prostate enlarges so much that it causes other problems with them. Also, this is the worst idea. Also, if their penis became giant, so did their balls, wouldn't their semen be the size of tadpoles like be able to be seen? Actually, I've actually read something about that one time, and the problem was that it was disproportional. The semen were macro, the rest of it wasn't, so you're just watching, uh, you're just reading a dojin of some guy with tadpoles coming out of his dick. It's like that one tweet that said, every, imagine every time you came, it was just one giant sperm that you had to fight. Speaking of coming, <laughs> how did you... <laughs> How did you, Hollow, uh, manage to come into the MLP fandom? I did it. I said um, <laughs> A combination of friends, luck, and questionable choices. I was just finishing um, my, God, I think it was like my second, near the end of my second year in college, right after season one. And a friend of mine's like, hey, you should, you should watch this. I'm like, I don't know. It's MLP. And he's like, no, trust me. It's it's different. Everyone loses their minds, goes crazy, or just thinks they can sing their problems away every episode. And then I watch season one, and by the end of it, I'm just like, well, shit. This was good. Then it just kind of went from there. I then started looking into the fandoms purely by accident. I actually ended up following um, the Dusk Shine Love Life series for a while. Uh-huh. And then I thought, oh, maybe I should give it a try. So I ended up doing a shameless ride the tailcoats, unintentionally, mind you, of that fanfic. So I did a fanfic of a fanfic, posted it. The guy said it was okay because I was using his characters. And he was nice enough to advertise it on the site. And then it just kind of went from there. If I didn't get that advertisement, probably wouldn't have as many followers as I do now. But then I started writing porn. And then I started charging money. And shit just went all fucky from there. 
You got me excited for a second because I thought it was my Dust Shine series that inspired you. So that that actually does bring up a good question that I would love to pose to the panel, so to speak. Um, Dust Shine is a very interesting kind of caveat in the fandom that in the four or so years that we've done this cast, we haven't really talked about in depth. What what is the appeal or allure of Dust Shine over just inserting a random like stallion into the mix? Like what what makes Dust Shine a character that people like? The versatility, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I me, mean, elaborate. Like... like... I, the, the versatility of it is, and it's just like any other type of writing in fan fictions, you can try to insert an original character and uh, try to puzzle around how it works in that world. Are they important? Who do they focus with? Who are they going to fuck? It, it's a giant mix of things. But all but tweaking a main character and just changing their gender opens up the possibility of oh how are now the not, not the four to four to one ratio female to male ratio going to behave around this character what is his relationship with the other cast what is his personality compared to the other and if it, if the thing is oh this person doesn't have that much of a character difference and the only difference is now they have a penis then you can work with that you can create it's just it's just easier to work with clay than trying to puzzle where this new rube kind of fits in the universe. Mm. Sorry, Enigma, I, I cut you off a little bit. What were you going to add to it? It's Twilight, but now she has a penis that shoots tadpoles. Okay. I just wonder if people are using Dust Shine as like another way to get around like creating a self-insert character. Like how, you know, you obviously there's a lot of um, penchant interest in people using like anonymous or human character number one, two, three, four. Like, I'm just wondering if Dust Shine is another part of this or really he's this character is really taking an entire life and and being of its own. But. Are you asking probably, me, or, or are you just... No, I'm, I'm, I'm asking in general, to everyone. Uh, to me, it's like what, what Hollow said. Like, uh, how does this character... This character, you change their gender, and how does the world or their own personality change around that? Like, now that they got male hormones and a male body. And yeah. I... Yeah. But then it could work the other way around. What if you basically you keep Twilight as, as a mare... But now you just swap the genders of everyone else. So now it turns into uh, essentially a reverse harem anime. Uh, suddenly they all see her as dummy thick. I mean, dummy thick, sexy librarian. Let's be honest here. Honestly, I'm I'm in for this. Like I, I would totally. This is something I would totally write. I'm actually, in. no. Actually, priest, no, I already have. A, I already to, have. Do not tempt me to write this. I, I already have a blueprint for this that I wrote years ago. I just never got around to finishing it. Too late. Office love's on hold. I'm writing this now. Oh fuck uh, yeah. you! <laughs> yeah. uh, knowing knowing me, I'll probably just write a really crappy 1K about it and call it a day. Yeah, that's, that sounds about like me too. And then she kissed all of them. The end. And God, but what if we could man. date many people? All right, let's let's get back on track. Um, Holocron, given your time in the fandom, 
what is your favorite part? What keeps you here? Um, the online community, the fanfics, cons, the music. And I can add this because you've mentioned your uh, commissions several times. The money. Like, what, what keeps you here? Honestly, looking back at it, I don't really know anymore. Uh, like, I, like, I always kept saying to myself, oh, I want to write this masterpiece. And I'll just keep watching the show and see where it goes so I don't have to go back and retcon some stuff I wrote months prior. Then the series ended, and I'm like, that was a good series. I guess I'll just keep writing because I have these ideas. And then, you know, the money is nice, but it's not really the money. At this point, it's barely a career or even a side hustle. It's a hobby that people are nice enough to offer money for. And I don't know. I just, I do it because I do. You just love giving strangers erections. I guess. Like, there's nothing really shameful about that because in a way... We're all kind of engaging in some degree of prostitution. I'm just doing something anyone else can do for on their own for free, but I'm doing it for money. They can't call you a whore if you're not doing it for money. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I, I actually had to have a big moment where I was realizing that people were fapping to the stuff that I wrote, and I was like, oh, God. I mean, I especially when they tell you. <laughs> when they tell like, you, oh, God, this got me so so hard. I'm like... Thumbs what? up, for you. And someone leaves a comment and be like, I had the biggest nut. It's like, great, thanks. People, okay, That's what the, I needed to know. People on Twitter. You're successed by the, by the volume of cum you just got at a single night. From people people in the Twitch, Twitch chat, tell, tell, how, many, how many teaspoons of your jizz have you given up because of Hollow? Give it up right here. Tell us. How many? Why would you measure, measure your jizz in teaspoons? Not that there's a better... Like unit of measurement, but why are you okay? Jake says six. So <laughs> okay, let's thank you, as loyal we, fan. As we learn coming amounts, let's move on to the next question. So we're at a point right now where Generation Four is over, and I'm gonna try to be real realistic here for a second. Maybe it's a little downer moment. I don't think Generation 5 is going to recreate that Generation 4 lightning in a bottle moment. And I think it would be presumptuous of us to do so. Where do we as a community go from here to stay relevant and meaningful like um, Star Wars fans or Star Trek fans or Gravity Falls fans? Like, How do we keep our corner of the internet relevant and alive? You could do a retro fad by going back to some of the older series. Like if you if you look at the lack of humans in Gen Four, you can compare it to say the the My Little Pony Tales spinoff series rather than Gen One that had humans. Mm-hmm. That's a good thought. And then yeah. last but not oh, go ahead, please. Uh, yeah, like I don't I. I've, I'm only familiar with part with some clips I used to see from Gen 1. And yeah, I kind of grew up in an extremely uh, gender neutral environment, so to speak. So I, I watched the same shows that guys my age were watching, girls my age were watching, because it was just cable. And yeah. I remember seeing, and I, I, before Gen 4, the show I saw the most MOP related was My Little Pony Tales. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. But I always ask the same damn question how are they holding anything? Well, you, you <laughs> see, they, they, got, ma- they always use the hooves. Well, Gen 4, at least, they brought magic to carry stuff because unicorns just got lazier, or they remembered they know what magic is. 
Somebody, somebody drew a representation of what they believe. Basically, underneath their hooves, they got like starfish suction cups. Or the Powerpuff Girl effect. Yes. Or it could be sheer force of will. Speaking well, of force of will, fingerprints are designed oh. to grab things, right? Yeah, but there's people that don't have fingerprints that can still grab things. Right, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't, I don't need the fingers. I need the fingerprints to grab things, huh? Moving on. Ah, that, no, that milk just put the thing I was talking about, the starfish starfish feeler suction cup things. Oh, the hair things. Oh, I don't like this. They got little Sam Raimi Spider-Man hairs. I really don't want to think about this. We're going to move on. Uh, last but not least, before we jump into the thread of questions, let's learn what type of person you really are, Holocron. <clears throat> Who is best pony? Ah, uh, God. I can already feel the fires of hatred forming behind me. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Uh, this is not really an opinion. This is just me stating the obvious. Princess Luna. You've chosen correctly. Your choice is acceptable. Only one after that that really comes in close, but only because she's not a pony. Zakora. You take that I fucking back. I applaud you, sir. No, no. What do you have against her? What do you? I don't like writing rhyming. Please. I don't like writing her at all. It, well, the yeah, funny thing you about get, it is, you get into that mode of rhyming and. Yeah, rhyming's not difficult, but the funny part is, even I've done this, and I've seen other writers do it, they just kind of play it off as the rhyming is just, she's doing it intentionally. And actually, uh, spoilers for the comic series, because I do keep up with the comics, because I find the comics interesting. It's proven canonically in comics, she is purposely rhyming. It's not a cultural thing at all. She's doing this because she thinks that's how magic works. Priest, you just hate Zakora because you have no style, you have no grace, and you got a funny face. Maybe he's tired of Zebra Conquest stories, which I've been accused of helping Pioneer. I like those. They're nice, but God, they get dark. I, I like those. I, I will admit that there's a certain point where that, that tired, I'm going to call it a trope. There's other things that other people could call it, but I'm going to call it a trope of like that invading... Um, outsider, it, like, like zebras aren't aliens, so it can't be like aliens come to Equestria. Instead, it's kind of this like invading tribe thing. I don't know. I think it's tired and worn out, and I'm not a big fan of it. But yeah. that said, that that's my personal opinion. I like what someone explained to me one time, and it's like why they like the zebra one more is because it originally started with like races that you never saw before, like the fall of Equestria. They was like caribou and. They did really messed up the dismembering things. And I, 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 the ones, the stories, the conquest stories I've done, I didn't want to do that. Like mm -hmm. breaking someone's mind through hardcore debauchery and, you know, hardcore potions, that's one thing. But you don't touch the physical body like that. I, you know, it, that that's a line I don't like crossing. And if I ever was commissioned to write it, I'd like double my price. You don't you know, mess I, with the boosie. You don't, you don't mess with the horn, the wings. It, it break their mind, not their body. It's like these people don't know how to conquer nations. And plus, I think it's because zebras were never really explored. Even now, no. they're just barely being ex explored in the comics. And that includes now, like, the Abyssians, the cat people, the diamond dogs. 
and God and the and the parrot people, which are just a completely separate species than, you know, the hippogriffs or the griffins. So there's other species there in that world that are completely unexplored. So where's my invaded well, by po- parrot pirate story? So I, I think you you inherently touched on the reason why I don't think they did. Um, and it's just like I'm, I'm going to keep this very brief and then we're going to move on. But I think the fact that it creates the question of are zebras a different species than ponies, that's something that Hasbro and the showrunners don't want to touch with a 10,000-foot pole. Like, that that raises a lot of questionable things. I, the way- yeah, that topic alone, yeah, I can understand a lot of its reasoning. Like, they actually have touched on not just the MOP thing, that's actually... Uh... In other in other in other medias, like they have touched on that stuff like that, and, and I agree. It's like sometimes it's safer just to not take chances. Right. It's like at the end of the day, as as serious as it gets, and the reason like the seriousness that you know we come to enjoy it, it is a kids show. So, but anyway, um, that said, we've got a bunch of questions for you in the thread. It's time to have fun. We're gonna throw you to the wolves. We've got all sorts of questions out there. Uh, starting with the other other guy who got here first, and he says. Hey. And hey back. Good answer. Now we're going to Muggany, who has number one. I tell you a joke about hats, but it might go over your head. Yeah. Yeah, that got me. Number two. (laughs) Number two, do you get it? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Number three, do you get it? I hope I got it after the second time around. Number four, do you get the joke? It's been driving so many times. It reminds me of this time I used to work in food delivery service and I got lost on the highway. Oh. Why aren't you laughing, Ted? Please laugh. I'm desperate. I don't, I don't, I I just read the questions, man. Number seven. That's hilarious. Number seven. How does a penguin build its house? It glues it together! There's the door. Show yourself out. (laughs) It depends if the door's made of ice. Igloos don't need doors. I mean, they could use, like, saliva as, like, a, as a, like, a bonding agent. I mean, birds and, like, insects do that. Oh. A lot of caterpillars do that. Is that how nests hold together? I genuinely didn't know this. Certain, like, certain, nests, certain nests, like, uh, I think it's called a warbler or something. They Their entire nest is built along rock cliffs, and it's just made purely out of saliva because there's, like, no sticks anywhere. Then indigenous people go there, break the nests off that are not used anymore, throw it in a pot, boil it, and sell it as soup. I'm not so, lying. They do so that. I, I just thought birds were like Lego kings. And they're just like, okay, I'm going to take these sticks and I'm going to Lego this all together in just the right way. <laughs> but now it's It's a combination of like spit, piss, and sticks. Oh, yes. When in doubt, rub shit on it and it will work. It works in every it works everywhere. There's a clock story about that. Number 8. How your day uh, a combination of perpetual happiness, perpetual anger, professional hatred, and then more happiness. That sounds like life. That just sounds uh, like the Sith Code. 
Ah, the joys of emotional instability. I feel like that there's a story that goes along with this. Uh, yeah, plan. I, I, have... I, I, I phrase it as, it's like a party in your head and everyone's screaming. I like it. Next set of questions go to RK Striker JK5. Number one, what's your favorite non-MLP franchise? Oh God, um, that's a, that's that's a hilarious one in my opinion. Because uh, I guess if we're gonna look at like, because uh, I do technically consider myself closeted as it is, I consider myself a furry. So if it's as anthropomorphic animals, I'm pretty much gonna instinctively like it. Uh, biggest one has got to be like if it's Monster Girl related, I am all over that. Completely. Oh yeah. But, but if it's not MOP based, and hell, if, hell, it doesn't even have to fully attach to my writing. And I've only been doing it for a few years now. Finally got into it. I am a major Dungeons and Dragons fan. Ooh, what is best class? Bard. Are, are we talking about like blue waffle bard or? <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking like if I walk into town and I don't leave town with at least five, five children, I did my job wrong. Blue waffle bard. There we go. And, you know, if you want to mix it up, add some barbarian, add some rogue, sorcerer, anything really. Like, I don't really have a, a, a least favorite, except maybe paladins. I just cannot play a paladin properly. Is 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 Captain Kirk's class bard? I mean, he could. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. There's a new bard class, College of Eloquence, where you literally are just bullshitting your way to every situation. And maybe he learns a little fighting along the way, you know. And if you don't like it, you punch it. Yeah. Sounds about right. By that logic, Spock must be a monk because he can just stun people with his fists. All right. Next question. Have you done any fan-related content for a non-MLP franchise? Um, yes. Yes. Uh, I haven't done a lot of them, but some people... When I started opening up into the more furry community, people, some people commissioned me to do Pokemon fan fictions. So oh. I did some of those. It was interesting, but then it got a little weird. Uh, long story short, it had a sexy Blaziken, a Futa, oh God, what, Delphox, and then some Hellhound, and some, uh, some sexy Hellhound. Did Plague of Gripes commission you? This sounds like the Plague of Gripes thing. I do not remember names, honestly. Uh, it's no disrespect. I just have very bad memory, and it's probably a good thing, because despite the fact that I do post, unless requested otherwise, I always post, hey, this guy wanted me to write this story. Aside from that, I don't really share usernames for the sake of protecting their identity, and also, again, bad memory. I'm I'm also a little surprised in that that they didn't suggest like Gardevoir or uh, Lopunny. I would think that those are normally the you like think, you the, so. the sex Pokemon or the Vaporeon meme. Hey, well, every single evolution for EB is sexy. How do you like that, Shakes? <laughs> He's sitting out there in the chat and he loves EB. Um, speaking of that, um, speaking of chat, uh, we do have a question from the chat. S.H. Uh, Kilkenny asks, Hollow, are you Siths or Jedis? Uh, Siths, uh, it's funny, actually, before this all started, I was, we were trying to think of hilarious names that it could be. Uh, God, what was it? I said it was like Darth Debauchery. What, what was it, like Darth Debauch or something? 
Dark debauch. Come on now, priest. You were there. You Dark were there. Debauch. Dark that, debauch. That, that was funny. Dark debauch. That was that was hilarious. And yeah, uh, totally. If I if I had to be of those two orders, I would one hundred percent choose Sith because they have less limitations, less sway. Unfortunately, more chaotic. But damn it, I could actually I could actually go out after doing Sith stuff and actually fuck. That makes sense. Yeah, but I'm just the gonna... thing. The thing about the Sith code is, if you want to keep your power, you have to you have to actively be an asshole. If you even do the slightest good thing, you start losing power. Uh, that's yeah, not but you can true. do nice. There you can still do nice things as an asshole. asshole. You were saying, Rav? Uh, that's not true. There was a Sith that did know his name, but there was a story about him in the old expanded universe. Is that the one during the Rule of Two who started like destroying? A lot. No, of... no, 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 no. This, uh, this was, I believe, before the Rule of Two. There's a handful I could think of offhand. Like, there's plenty of Sith that actually became light side. Then there's just some Sith who don't really do evil, but they don't see themselves as Jedi. Um, like they were called like I light mean, light side Sith this. or something. No, no, no. He wasn't a light side Sith. He just he didn't do evil. Like he didn't do anything evil. He was, you know, full on Sith. Did you know? Did what he did, and the whole thing was, it, he just didn't do it. It's not because, uh, not for any particular reason. He just didn't. Um, there is, like I said, there is a story out there about this character, and he's well known for it. I cannot remember his name. Darth Keanu Reeves. That would make sense. Yes. Now then, next question tied in with Star uh, with Star Wars: X-wing, Tie Fighter, or E-wing? I'm I'm gonna have to say Tie Fighter because, like, the X-wing was a pretty nice design, but I wasn't really a big fan of it. The E-wing, I only ever saw pictures. I don't know anything about it to make a fair enough assessment. So, if there are really good E-wing fans out there, it's probably a good ship. I just can't really think of it. TIE Fighter, I just, I like the versatility of it, the basic shape, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. The only thing I'd love to see is, you know, actually shielding on it, but eh, you know, YOLO, I guess. How do you feel about the Q-Wing? Uh, if I could just show, if I could just somehow sigh and facepalm at the same time. Just stare in the distance and just let this awkward silence pass. Up next, we got another renowned co-op author with some questions. Steel Quill has joined the chat. Uh, number one, you have a long stories, long series of stories done in a strict 1,000-word format as a part of a stated 1K challenge. What is this challenge, and is it self-imposed? The challenge is basically, uh, can you write a story beginning with a beginning, middle, and end that could give a decent enough presentation within the absolute minimum that film fiction will allow. Film fiction will not let you post a story unless it has at least a thousand words. So I thought to myself, what better way to get into some good practice with writing story ideas, test the waters by just writing 1000 words. It is a self-imposed challenge to myself. And I started doing it as a mix of challenging myself. After a while, I was like, well, I like this idea, but I don't have really time to invest myself into doing bigger and bigger stories. So I just did, did a 1K. If it does well, it does well. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I've had, actually, I've been very, I've been blessed that a couple of them actually were featured. 
Some of them actually gave way to hilarious sequels. Uh, one of my one of my best one K series is the What Happened series, where basically it's just Spike uh, realizing realizing he shouldn't trust people giving getting him his drink. That sounds that. <laughs> okay, that sounds like something that pencil who isn't able to join us today. She would except it, except it wouldn't have sexy results, would it? It, if, it, 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 was it. Yeah, I just it's a, it's a nice four part series. What happened? Seriously, what happened? What the fuck? What happened? <laughs> no, for fuck's sake, what happened? And then I just have to accept what happened. Oh God! Oh. Silver lining: Spike gets to pretty much do the main six and the princesses, and knock them all up. People oh. like that. Yeah, people tend to like when the the like when the ponies have sex. I think it even sells. I I wouldn't know. Sex just sells. Like there's just a weird primal part of our little monkey brains that says, mm, unga, unga, I like sh- shoving dick in things. It, it neural, neural activation, neural activity detected. Neural activity detected. Yeah, uh, just sells everything. Number two, you've written many characters over many stories. How many have any of those characters stood out as especially fun or unique to you to write? I would have to say uh, the, one of my pride and joys, and I haven't done a lot, a lot of her, is this mayor character I created called Horizon Glyph. She's essentially my default, hey, how to make a fun-loving slutty pony. Oh, there we go. Let's have Horizon do it. <laughs> her entire existence is to explore every conceivable fetish because I designed her that way. And I actually was, I, oh God, I can't even say it as a promise. I've been planning so long to try and build her up as a bigger, more full, full character with, with added features, make it more of a, you know, one-stop shopping, which actually goes back into what one of the one Ks were, uh, which became a slogan of mine, you know, uh, ejaculation or orgasm or even erection in the first thousand words of your commission or it's free. Never huh. actually fall through Bold. with that because I'm always because I can't verify if they're lying to me unless I want to start asking my fans to send me erections. Please don't do that for the what? sake of for the sake of me. And I, I you know I, they're uh, gonna do it. You know they're gonna God. start sending you pictures. Just just mail them the teaspoons and have them mail it back to you as proof. I oh god. I'm sitting back. There's someone okay. depraved. En- there's someone depraved enough on Fimfic that will ask for like erection pics, not like like clothed, like pitching a tent pics as like proof that the 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 no, no, commission does some- well. I-, I just thought of something. Get on a Zoom call, ask them to undra- to take down their pants, and then have them read it. To- have them start reading it out I- loud. The only problem with that type of thing is if I show my face, there just loses their boner. Well, I mean, and there's also this like comedy to it where it's like, okay, you showed me your penis, now pay me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw a little touch down there. You owe me money. Oh my gosh! Doing yeah. a refresh here. Um, God, I'm seeing issues on Twitch. No, now it's working. Never mind. I think it's just me. No, All I right. Had to refresh. Okay, Twitch could be weird right now. Now then, uh, next question, number three. 
What tends to be the easiest thing to write in your stories? Conversely, what is the hardest? Uh, the short, the simplest answer is it's easy to write porn. It's very hard to write not porn. But if I had to put a more specify, more specific, the the easiest thing to do is you when you write the characters and you write what they're doing, write it in a way as if you're going to try to explain it to someone who can't read. So you got to be detailed enough where they can visualize in the head, but vague enough where they can you know it leaves something to the imagination i can't i can't just explain i can't just do the biomechanics of how many centimeters inside the uterus i'm i'm shoving this thing so yeah. like you got to give it some imagination talk about it you use your proper amount of you know adjectives adverbs and all that stuff the hardest one honestly is about is honestly sometimes the transition and dialogue because I, I don't know how many people have actually, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but the concept of talking dirty is not as kinky as people think it is. The concept of porn just ruins, just, it, it, it just ruins your expectation. If you think a care, if you think a person in real life is going to basically sing you an entire symphony as they are coming on you, you watch too much porn. No, almost all of what makes written sex good is in the nonverbals. And you kind of just directly pointed out that kind of like, I want to say paradox, but it's almost an irony where you can't even give too much of the that information or else you're, you're risking dipping into purple or you add a deep tale that doesn't work for a particular reader. Like it's a very, it's a very, it requires a lot of finesse. It does. Like, I, I think if I had to think about it, like a ratio, like basically like two or three parts description, one part dialogue scene, just like a quick, Oh, like, how's it feel, baby? Oh God, it feels amazing. It's, it's simple, straight to the point. Stuff like that. You don't have to go into huge details, but also depends on the scene. If you have a scene where basically it's like the the cheating the cheating wife and the and the husband's jerking off in a closet because it's a cuckold scene, you're gonna have like the the you know the guy who's doing her basically get her to scream out how much better he is than the husband. So you're gonna need you're gonna have to uh, do it appropriately. But then there are some things where it's like if you're trying if like if you, if you know your your 18 year old daughter is trying to bang the pool boy and dad and you don't want daddy to find out you're not gonna have a conversation. She's gonna keep her mouth covered so when he finally busts his load and knocks her up and screams, everyone in the neighborhood will be able to hear it. You know you gotta save that lung capacity. Hey, have you ever thought? Have you ever thought the possibility that if she's not giving you a wall of text during the act, maybe you're just doing it wrong, or you're doing it so good she can't think? That's that's the I'm gonna butcher this word. That's the uh, eye gal face. Yeah, like that's a that's a to me that's the that's a shro that's the Schrodinger's orgasm. It's Wait, what Schrodinger's Schrodinger's eye gal. Oh God, the Schrodinger eye gal. You know, it's it's not or it's either an orgasm or something else. You don't know what it is until it actually happens. It's either so good she's speechless, or it's so terrible she doesn't want to say anything to hurt your feelings. Praise, praise. I have to say the this shro- right now. The, the Schrodinger agejo. Oh, uh, eye gal, priest. Eye gal sounds like a sexy eye hop. 
yeah, can I get the tip pancakes, please? You know, oh. you know, you're gonna get that one. You're gonna get that one. That one waitress that that's like, yeah, honey, what can I do for you? We got a blue waffle special, extra blueberries. <laughs> okay, that's not working on me because all I'm imagining is uh, Mrs. Monarch from Venture Brothers. <laughs> oh my god, I could not go that deep. Thanks, Doris. Like that's just oh god, like it's. You ever just break out into like what you would call like an N- an NPC dialogue? Like you meet someone and you're like, I'm not gonna talk to this person seriously. I'm just gonna talk like I'm an NPC in a game. They just, oh hello. I'm like, buy, sell, rumors, cancel. And then they turn around and start walking into chairs. <laughs> what is this a Bethesda game? Oh man. Speaking of Bethesda, number four. Are there any genres or types of stories you've wanted to try but haven't had the opportunity to yet? Honestly, mystery stories. I've never been good at mystery stories. I do not believe in spoilers. I I believe, like, I, I'm the type of person that will actually look up the entire plot of a movie before I consider seeing that movie. Because if I'm going to sit there, I don't want surprises. I hate surprises so much. I don't. I like knowing what I'm going to get for Christmas. I like knowing what's going to happen, so I'm not taken by surprise. Because in my experience, surprises tend to suck. Okay, I just had a brain blast. So, like, I, this is just an idea I had based on the information you've shared in this cast so far. But you could totally write, like, a mystery sex story using your slutty OC character that you like. And, like, the mystery is to figure out who fucked her, because it was, like, anonymous glory hole sex. And she's like, I want to figure out who did it. Yeah, and honestly, if I had to think of a reason why she'd even want to do it, it's like, well, I loved it. I want to do it again. Which is funny, (laughs) because I was planning a lot of glory hole scenes. That that reminds me of, like, the MOP episode where, like, you know, they're all bringing, like, the the treats on the train, and then, like, someone ate some, like, uh, Donut Joe's treats or whatever so it's like you know what instead of treats just make it sex so when you know detective pinky runs out to do something or detective rarity tries to get something done lights go off when the lights turn back on she's just bent over stuffed full just cream pie i like this i like <laughs> this you guys i also rarity noir also, like, keep in mind the speed on that lad. Not only for, like, the ability to do multiple people, but just lights out, boom, come, done. <laughs> the, the only way I could ever try to rationally explain this is if, you know, since they've explained that time magic can exist, I mean, theoretically speaking, just it's, a, it's some really messed up unicorn or cat or some other magic user that just, That's you know, freezes time, humps really fast, Starts up time like there were there are a lot of porns like that where like when you freeze time, bang the person, and then when you start up time again, they experience the, all the pleasure at the same time. Or just ultimate or orgasm. Just, or you could just have it done in a in a com- in a comedic way where time doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's like, huh? The lights turned back on like two hours ago. I'm still busy in here. <laughs> Unless you're like that, oh god, like what was it? Was it, it was like there was a fr- like a French griffin? Oh, like a Gustave, oh, I think it was like uh, yeah, it was either Gustave or Jacques. Or something. Dude, I it was or Pierre or something like that. No, it was oh, Gustave. They, they all griffins start with G. All of them. Really? 
Yeah. Yeah, actually, they do. Oh, crap, you're right. Yeah, I mean, hell, think about it. Even Grandpa Gruff is Grandpa Gruff. Yeah. Gabby. Gabby, Greta, Gilda, Gallus. Wow. That, that this is, just blew my mind. I did not know this until this very moment. I didn't pay much attention to the Griffins because, well, they're hilarious. Hell, the comic version makes them even darker. Like they were gonna, they were gonna try to, but like apparently their their entire culture is run by trade princes, not not the horrible, uh, poverty stricken mess that Griffinstone actually is. The comics Wait. really fill in a lot of blanks. What what is their culture supposed to be? What's their real life equivalent of, of their culture? Because I I have no idea. I would have to compare it to the trade prince, the trade princes of early Russia. Like it's just a I can see like, that like, like, like basically the, the like four or five super rich families that just kind of run the country's economics and just do everything they can to try and get as much money towards the country as possible. But you know how these things go. There's it, they're corrupt as hell. Like for some reason, I thought they were like failed Romans. No, I mean. I mean, we're, we're skirting a line here, but at the same time, like, I'm kind of sitting here like, what are what are places that had, like, deep famines? And that's probably what I'm comparing it to. And, like, the Russia yeah, comparison that was, pretty, that was pretty, pretty, pretty close. Uh, I don't know how close I'm treading a line here, but, uh, yeah, well, actually, no, in poverty-stricken areas, they, they, a, lot of, a lot of fans argue, like, oh, they're super greedy. They really love their bits. It's like, dude, they live, they, have you seen their treats? I think I think Gilda was trying to sell a cupcake that was like pre- that was like eighty percent mud and the rest of it was like I think half eaten worms. Yeah, I mean the worst part good, is probably huh? they're See, griffins, but it, yeah. it's it's not that they're greedy; it's that they're hard up. Yeah, like they they don't do anything unless they're getting paid. Well, yeah, uh, it's called. I mean, yeah, I, I think it's like the pony ver- the pony view of it is like because. I've seen people compare, uh, God, I'm teetering online here. I've seen people compare Equestria to almost like a monarch-based communism because it's like, well, they have an they have an economics like everyone does everything else for free. It's like, yeah, they're a super peacetime nation with a monarch who doesn't do anything when bad things happen. They leave mm-hmm. it to the ragtag Power Rangers, essentially. Yeah. No, they're more like the mind, game. they're more like. They're more like the Ginyu Force than the Power Rangers. Kind of, yeah. Like, the, you know, the, the, the pony version of the Powerpuff Girls, you know, how, like, the, oh, uh, God, the Wonderbolts are supposed to be their Air Force, but, yeah, we've never seen them actually succeed in anything. Speaking of, su- speaking of succeeding in anything, uh, Steel Quill asks, um, at the time of writing these questions, you sit at 135 stories. Do you have any particular favorites among that number? Unfortunately, my favorite story of all time is no longer in that 135. It was taken down uh, many years ago. It was going back to when I first started because I wanted to re... I I created a series called Dusk and Rune. It was my fanfic of a fanfic where I took my own OC and had him interact with Dustshine in that universe that the guy who wrote the Dustshine Love Life story interacted with. But then after a while, I thought... I'm just, well, one, I'm riding on his coattails, and if I want to try to make a name for myself or at least be seen as respectable, I can't just ride on someone else's success. Two, mm. writing a fanfic is one thing if you want to stick to, like, strict rules of that universe. Like, I always, I hated the concept of, like, creating a character everyone would love. Like, nothing would have made me happier than to hook up my character with, like, Luna, but 
I needed a way to make it make sense. I can't just say, oh, Luna's just in love with him. Well, why? Where, where's the emotional development? Where's this and that? So I took it down. After trying to push it in its own direction, I just realized it wasn't going to work out. So I took the story down and I've just kept it in, in basically production limbo for years. And I just, I want to get it going. And now that the series is over, I could actually start, you know, creating it. It's my, it's my God, what is the word? Magnus Opus. It's basically, that is the masterpiece. That is my, after it's done, I might as well just do commissions. Cause I can't think I'd be able to write anything in my opinion, better than an entire series where I basically built the entire MOP universe from scratch. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I mean, that's, that's a thought that a lot of writers have. I would, I would say, I would encourage you though, like at the same time though, like the way creatives work, the minute you get your one big project done, you're going to get some idea for a new big project you'll want to do and it will never end. Oh yeah. That, no, that's I've, I've, had, works. I've had so many back burner projects <laughs> that end up just not making it past many stages. Like that's actually how a few of my one K's end up. They were going to be bigger, bigger projects, but then it's like, I can't do it. I don't have the ability to. The mojo's gone, so but I still want the story out there, so I'll just make it a 1K. If it works, it works. Like I've accepted that when I write a 1K story, it will either be so amazing, it's maybe get featured or at least people are going to love it or it's going to be so terrible that some some of the comments are going to be, "Why did you even bother writing this?" I I cannot tell you how many times I've seen the "Give up writing, you suck" comment on a few of my 1Ks. This was bad. Uninstall fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I've been accused of a lot of things, but. Ugh. So, um, moving on. Well, like I'm, I'm realizing we, we've we've been chatting so much. We still have so many questions. Holy crap! Um, let's try to get through a handful of these before we cross over the midway. Um, Flam, do you want to take pencils questions? Flam, are you dead? Okay, Milk, why don't you grab uh, Pencil's questions? Well, fuck you. Didn't didn't she ask? Yeah, she asked for me to ask the questions. Oh, I'm stupid. Enigma, you read them. All right, the first question she wrote down was, (laughs) what would you whisper into a vagina? Well, uh, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to kind of modify the question here because you do not whisper into the vagina you scream in it that that's how the physics work you have to scream in it that's how you get the woman to reach orgasm if you're not screaming come inside of that hole it's not going to vibrate enough for you to shove the rest of you in there that's how anatomy works right i i just like that scene from johnny bravo where he's in the canyon yells i'm an idiot the canyon yells back you're an idiot just imagine that with a vagina yeah what do I do with you? Figure it out. <laughs> That's probably what I would whisper back too. It would either call me an idiot or even scarier. Like the worst thing you could ever do is like you're about to go down. You you you, you use your thumb. You open it up. You get your tongue ready, and you hear "Hello." What oh year god. is it? Oh god! No, you just hear a hamster squeak. <laughs> no. Or if it's scary, I gotta only whisper back, but like, can you imagine, like, it's been, like, when was the last time you had sex? I don't know, and there's, like, their legs just make that grindy, they need an oil change sound. Like a oh. rusty, fa- like a, like a rusty gate. 
I kind of feel like that thanks to the the COVID. <laughs> oh God! It's or or even worse. It's like oh God! It's like how long have you been up here? I don't know. Like you basically, she opens her legs. There's it makes the creaking sound. There's just dust it just coughs. Out. It coughs dust. Her vagina has mice. She's been abandoned. Damn, this is a great thing to come back into. Speaking of coming back into it, uh, Flam, you're Ooh. up next with Alex underscores questions. Alex underscores questions. All right. So, moving on to Alex underscore, he begins with nice. And he says, number one, can you sing me a song? Uh, I can. I'm just very bad. I'm very tone deaf. Let's see. What's a what's a good what's a good what's a good one? You know, uh, you know, I'm gonna sing you a cheer that I remember from a George Carlin bit. Oh, and it's a good motivator in the morning. You should record that. Rat shit, bat shit, dirty old twat. Sixty nine assholes tied in a knot. Hooray, lizard shit. Fuck. <laughs> Beautiful. I thought I thought I saw a uh, CMC comic with that uh, on it. God, if there's an artist watching this, I would love to see someone draw that. See, just like it's just like a cheerleader squad just oh, no, that. That it was the CMC. They uh, there is a comic out there where they say that. That is funny. That is actually funny. Yes. And you know what else is funny is number two with a traditional kill, fuck, marry, uh, fish, birds, and bugs. Okay, that's that's definitely going to be a tough one. I'll have to I'll have to I have to kill the birds because I really love me some fried chicken. I'm gonna have oh, to. Which birds? Uh, hippogriffs or griffins? No, don't spoil it for him. Hmm. No, no, my 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 answer still say, does the same. I want to marry the bugs because bugs are very industrial. And then I guess fuck the fish because the entire ocean is filled with kinky shit. So if I had to compare that to MLP, I'm fucking sea ponies. I'm killing griffins and I'm marrying changelings. Should we do? You like the fish vagina, don't you? I mean, if the eggs can come out of it. So either a, I'm jerking off in a pool of eggs underwater. So I got to get a good snorkel or I could just spread that open and use it. Or even better, you know, the mouth exists. Well, their mouths go from, from bird beaks <laughs> to... <laughs> yes, Rob? I've got a really bad statistic for you. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that bugs are more industrial, like, it. you know, changelings have got to be some of the best ones you could actually do. Like, they're actually one of my favorites. I'm very sad I don't do enough of them because they could literally be anything. Like, you do not have to ever worry about getting bored in bed. You could do your changeling waifu normally. You can have her be anyone you want. Uh, you know what? I'm in the mood to bend over Fluttershy, and I want her to be super kinky. Honey, do it. See, like, I feel like, I feel like that there's a club story there in kind of the opposite direction, where, like, that's something that they do quite often, and she's just kind of, like, come to expect it. And the warm-hearted moment is, like, when the stallion partner says, no, I want you to be you tonight. Yeah, I've actually... Uh, like, that seems really, like, heartfelt and nice. Uh, would you believe I've read more of those in Shining Armor and Chrysalis Fix than actually just, you know, random OCs? Aw. I mean, I guess that makes sense. But, 
there, there's also like I imagine that there's also fix in the other direction where it's like the changeling is sad that you know they always want them to be something other than who they really are that kind of edgy why doesn't the mirror reflect who I really am sort of thing. It does to pair about the physiology because insect reproduction is horrifying, and for all you know, you're gonna shove your dick in a in a changeling vagina, and then you know their their vaginal secretion will become a glue, and now you're just stuck there until they're pregnant. Or what if it's xenomorph rules? Or praying mantis rules? You know, there's a you can actually fix the praying mantis rule. Just make a just make a paper mache slash cake in the shape of your head, put it on top of your head, and just cover the rest of your face. She'll think it's um, her head and just eat a cake. Oh, nom, nom, nom. That is actually how you do with Mantis Girls. Brilliant. Next. All righty. With that excellent answer, we move on to number three, where, we ask, where Alex asks, what is a good use for a surplus of lemons? Uh, let's see. Either A, I could do uh, Cave Johnson and try to burn someone's house down with lemons, or I can make some really good lemonade. And if I want to, you know, ferment that shit, I can make some Mike's Heart lemonade. Sounds honestly great to me. Yeah. You squeeze squeeze that lemon juice into the bug vagina. I mean, if you're going to go down on it, too, that's a... God, there's so much versatility you can do with Changeling Anatomy. Ladies, what if he's going down on you and then he stops and he comes back with lemon and spices? Doesn't that that basically spell a UTI? He's got like a thigh. He's got thighim and everything. That's like someone asking me, hey, would you eat... Would you eat... Would you eat some bread made from a yeast infection? I just went, excuse me, I need to go vomit. Well, that brings another meaning to sourdough, I guess. Fermenting our own alcohol in there. <laughs> God, that thing must be, you know, freezer storage. Airtight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Number four. What is the worst thing you've ever had in your mouth? Oh, God. Um, when I was younger, I used to do bet- bets to basically eat or lick shit for money. So this is going to be a tough one. I used to do a lot of things for money because I don't value money, but I understand its significance. So I just did dumb shit for money. What the, oh God, I, I'd have to say when I was in grade school, I ate a bee. I don't remember if it was a live bee, but I know I ate a bee. And then just that, that followed me all the way through high school. Did, did you have the... Uh... Did it sting you? I do not remember. I don't believe it did, so I'm pretty sure it was dead. Did it taste like Honey Nut Cheerios? I just kind of swallowed it whole, so mm, no idea. So you were just known as the guy who ate the bee for like five grades. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, if that, if that thing stung you in your throat on the way down, you'd, you'd basically die. That's exactly what I was thinking the whole time. Yes and no, depending on how allergic you are to the venom. Oh, well, maybe uh, maybe your penchant for uh, disproportionate luck saved you there. Allergic yeah. or no, or allergic or no, if it stung you in the throat, the swelling would, like, asphyxiate you. 
Uh, it depends on the the amount of it, but yeah, it would swell slightly. I've been stung by a bee, but it's never really gotten to a swell where I'm like, huh, that's one hell of a swell. That's one right. hell of a swell. Damn. Damn my disproportional luck. Exactly. And finally, he asks, if you could smell like anything at all, what would you choose to smell like? I don't know if it has a smell, but have you ever just had a really good day and it's just like you could just smell the joy in the air? I have, actually. I want to smell like that. I want to smell like happiness and success where you go, ah, what a morning. I'd rather, mm. I, I want to smell like a happy sunshine. I know what I would like to smell like. A human you being? Know, a hu- human being. No. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know when you're walking through the mall and you're passing by the cinnamon uh, place? What's it called again? Uh, this, that bakery uh, the, in the... the... Yeah, this is the bakery or the cinnamon stalls, yeah. Yeah, I would like to smell like their cinnamon buns. I mean, if you uh-huh. smell like them at their best, you can never smell it like them at their worst. I mean, all you gotta do is eat a whole truckload of them, and yeah, you'll smell like That happens, yes. But could you ever actually enjoy a cinnamon anymore? Or would everything you eat just have that instinctive taste of cinnamon, because you could smell it? It sounds like the Midas touch, but with cinnamon buns. I I would totally have the cinnamon touch. I'm in. I don't know, Midas? Did, you, did you just call it Midas? Yeah, King Midas. It was the Midas touch. I heard you say Midas with a T on the end. The Midas touch. Everything you touch gets negatived. No. You, all of you all of you are wrong. All of you are wrong. Well, what is it, Mr. Academia? Midas. M-I-D-A-S. He turns everything into gold. That's the reference. He's yes. it's also a car shop. I know. That's what I'm I know, saying. I know you know. He also was a judge in hell in, Dan- in Dante's Inferno. That's true. Wasn't he a boss? In the game, yeah. Yeah, he was. Game, in the story. I think that was half my inspiration for wanting to write fan fictions because, come on, if you could literally make a giant hate-filled crack fic about seeing your, your most hated enemies in hell, what else could you do? It's true. I mean, that's, that's the true self-insert right there. Now then, we're about halfway through the cast, so it's time to do that whole advertisement thing. The 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 flam. Yes. Did you know that this is a money losing machine? I've had musings um, of this. Yes. Why haven't you paid us money yet? Because I've embezzled it. Ah. That's right, actually. But no, um, for those who are listening, we actually do this as a way to help promote Horse Rescue Charity. We have a sponsored horse rescue out in mid-California called Red Week's Horse Sanctuary, where two years ago we were able to donate over $1,000, and last year we were able to donate um, another significant portion. We sponsor a horse by the name of Little Bit. Uh, You guys voted for him after our previous horse passed away, but... Um, we're all the money that you guys donate to us through Patreon or bits on Twitch go 100% there. We take no money. We take no proceeds, no profit from what we do. Um, 
So every time that we get suggested to go to a convention, all of the proceeds from that go to help horse rescue. Uh, that helps little bit get things like his teethers cleaned or hoofsy trims or doctor's appointments and, you know, keep things alive. That's that's the good we bring in this world, surprisingly. It's because sure as heck isn't love and smiles. So, um, if you would like to donate to our Patreon, we have several wonderful, great tiers, including a tier that lets you take a look behind the counter, and tiers that let you join us on our uh, monthly game nights. Soon we're going to have a game night about Minecraft. That's a relevant game, right? People like Minecraft! Do tiers for sale, too? Uh, we had the beat up Enigma tier, but then people actually wanted to beat up Enigma, so that that wasn't funny anymore. But I'm traumatized. It's true. Um, so you know, help us buy blackjack and hookers for horses. Donate to our Patreon. End ad. Perfect. Even the dog's happy. Now, back on the other side of the ad break. Oh, everyone's back. You know, you can stop hitting forward on your phone device. Uh, next set of questions are from Ravage. Rav, do you want to ask your own questions? Uh, I kind of can't. I'm watching my nephew at the moment. All right, then I'm going to do them. Number one, have you seen Everyday Monster Girls and Monster Girl Doctor? Well, first of all, well, I'm actually glad I could actually talk to the person that actually asked these questions. That's amazing. Uh, one, seen both, love them. Uh, also, I've seen Interspecies Reviewer. That that was a good series that actually helped me. That helped me really push the huh. How do I fuck this Monster Girl idea? It was uh, yeah, Monster Girls, love them. I could talk about them all day, but we don't have the time. Same. Speaking how of having the time, oh, go ahead. Hollow, how do you feel about Ember? If we're talking about, like, Ember the Dragon? Yes. Uh, I find her to be an adorable Sundaray, and definitely something that should be written more about. Yes, yes, I agree. Yes. Hey, Enigma, before you go writing that, third roommate win. Moving on! <laughs> hey, it's not office love for a change. I'm, I'm in on this. What what's your favorite monster girl type and why? Slimes. Slimes oh. are my favorite for arguably the same reason I really like changelings sexually. They could be anything. They are versatile, they clean themselves, they are basically perfect in just about every way. Even if they are still essentially like I'm fucking very warm gelatin. It all depends I, on the types. They are I was up perfect. I was about to ask, do you prefer them cold, room temperature, or warm? Depends on the time of year. If it's winter, I am shoving my dick in some very warm slime pussy. If it's really hot out, I want an ice pack on my dick. I they understand. Are just and if it's, the fall, if it's fall, do they smell like pumpkin spice? I'll just, st- I'll just keep having <laughs> pumpkin spice until they taste like one. You, can bu- oh. you, too, can buy accessories for your slime girl. <laughs> See, I'll agree with you on what I like them for, but I'm going to say my favorite are the arachne. Oh, they are actually very good. That is the problem. I love slimes the most, but I also love any type of monster girl. Like, if I lived in that universe 
and they gave me a pamphlet going, hey, pick your favorite monster girl. I'd be like, are you going to pay for a renovation on my house? Yeah. Don't take anything. I don't care if it sucks my blood. You just could you just hand back the entire pamphlet. It says yeah, uh, one giant yes over overlapping all of it. Just just pause that brand again. I want everything on the menu. That face when the future girl you date will never be your ideal monster waifu. Actually, the hilarious reason why I like I like the monster girl genre, the same lo- logic why I li- I prefer hentai over actual porn. It's it's supposed to be fake. It's supposed to be unobtainable. It's hentai. I know it's a fantasy, so I don't I don't feel guilty jerking to it. And then you and then comes the day where you meet a girl who actually has hentai portions, and you're like, oh good lord. That I, think I, I I've met those one or two times, and I'm like, I've, good fucking god. Like I have met them, and they have either been claimed, they know how to defend themselves, or they are just completely. They're not into sex at all. Like they've been asked those questions so many times that they're just put off by by carnality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you can live yeah. a happy life, that's all I care about. You gotta exactly. live a happy life. I'm not a monster. These are people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They aren't. They no. They's the right word here. They aren't objects. So. Mm-hmm. Speaking of objects, what monster girl do you want to fuck the most? Well. Slimes, obviously. But, <laughs> oh god, just, just no, no, no. Just give me, just give me, like, just give me, just, just give me a spin and fuck. It's like a speak and say, but at whatever it lands on, it just appears in front of me, and I have one hour with it. The snake girl goes, yeah, yeah. God, oh god. If the if the centaur doesn't say nah, you did it wrong. Sometimes you got to use your whole fist. Yes. Get that squash. Oh god, are you <laughs> referencing the same the same thing I'm thinking of? With I the mean, freaking the squid girl is... and the centaur. <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's the problem. As hot as it is, you are unfortunately limited by physics. So if you really want to, if you really want to know what a what a, what a nice centaur cervix feels like, you got to get to the fisting. You gotta you gotta grab that limb and clench it up in your hands and just. You just got. You just got to do that, Superman. I am a man punch. We're just. I mean, that is that gonna, is centaur birth control right there. We're just gonna move right on past cent, uh, service punch, cervix punching, which is totally the name of the next like sex fix. <laughs> no, that's very, that's very much sister punk. <laughs> service punching. That's service very no, no, no. much no, 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 sister. No, no, no. Priest, She's priest, a sex priest, addict. Priest, priest, priest. priest. Cervix punk, as in like cyberpunk, but cervix. No, I like cervix punch better. I mean, Keanu Reeves fisting someone has probably existed online somewhere. Keanu Reeves and Monster Girls. And her sister's a nymphomaniac, and she drinks to forget that she has a sister. I am 110% in on this headcanon. Cervix cervix punch. And she drinks to forget about her mother. Her mother's very uh, libido-y childhood. Barry doesn't know her father. Her mom fucked too much. Her mo- her father could be anyone. Oh God, it's her mom. This is even better. P- people love a good milf. I mean, yeah. Okay. Speaking of milfs, if you have a monster girl you're embarrassed to admit to liking, who is she? What is she, and why? Uh. Okay. Let's see. I, I I can't think of one. There is not a like. I guess I guess for the only types of monster girls I could ever be embarrassed of liking are the ones that would unfortunately I'd have to like explain away 
Like I could walk next to a centaur and they'd be like, oh, he fucks that. Okay, it's fine. If I have a pixie that's like two feet tall and I, I, I don't want to end up in a situation where either where she has to wear a sign saying this is fine or I'm going to have people doing a double take. Like the ones where I could end up where a miscommunication can happen. I don't want that type of situation. Oh, are you saying like like they look like a child? Because when you say like pixie, I'm sitting here thinking like Tinkerbell. And it's like, oh, well, people like that. That's the micro macro yeah, thing where it's like, yeah, make, like make yeah, it like... Like, yeah, like I don't hurricane wanna, I, come rain. Exactly. I don't want I don't want to end up going on a date with a monster girl that if I do it by just being near her, people just assume I should go on a special list. Yeah, yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. But I'll still That's fuck right. it because it's it's culture. Like, you know, that it's like you let when you live for all we know that thing is fit for all we know that the, for all we know it it's fifty years old and they live to be a hundred, so you know, yeah, the old know. anime excuse of she's four thousand years old. I just like, keep thinking of no. That was actually something I, I loved about Interspecies Reviewer. It's like it's like it's like wow, that elf is hot. It's like oh god, you humans. She's like four thousand years old. She's older than my mother. Who cares? She looks hot. Not the elves. Then an elf <laughs> looks like at, looks at a sixty year old human and goes, ah, sixty. Now that's a good age. Up next, do you think it's strange that the monsters are split between monster girls and furries, males in a lot of series? I I don't think it's weird, but I do think it's weird kind of at the same time because if we're trying to at least pretend that genes that genealogy exists, there has to be a middle ground. Like I am just as willing to be turned on by a semi-human looking monster girl as I am with a more uh, animalistic one like i if you if you throw a harpy in front of me and she has like a a soft plumage of feathers in a beak i'm still gonna hit that versus at the same rate i would one that looks human like crystal from star wait were you were you describing the harpies from dark souls 2 you know i've never played the dark Souls series i stopped after demon souls let me see if I can find. Let me start. Harpy, find harpies are pretty general across Greek and like, yeah, like classic mythology. Yeah, like I was trying to think of something like if I had to think like yeah, I would I would totally do basically like you know the the female furries you see in like the Star Fox series. Yeah, like any of the furry characters like I will I would one hundred percent do any like your random random mill fox girl to say even if it's just like the t- yeah like. The, the the tail, the ears and stuff, the same way I would just, you know, I've bent over like Renamon. It's just, it's all kind of the same to me. If you really want to go into the physiology, it doesn't matter because like centaurs are going to have horse designed pussies. Lamias are going to have snake designed pussies. It, it, harpies are going to have cloacas. You, you got to just get what you're, what you're getting. There's a horny missing link somewhere. That's the bottom line. And we need to figure this out for science. Yeah, it either argues that all those species are somehow human. But then again, in like Monster Girl encyclopedias, their argument is females look more and more human because they just kept mating with more and more humans. So the females evolved to attract more and more human mates since they could only really reproduce with males, humans, despite that some of their species have male versions of them. I... I I'm sure. I'm sure if you trace the monster girl's lineage 
all the way back. It all goes back to one point, one bard. Oh, God. Yeah, bards, the reason why we have half species in the world. Well, it's probably a, a combo of a druid and, or, or a very upset druid and a bard. An upset druid, a horny bard, and a disgruntled wizard who got asked way too many questions. <laughs> and a very uncomfortable DM. Oh, God, that, that poor golem. No one wanted to cast Polymorph on it, but it happened. I just imagine that scene where the first boss of girl is born, and it's like that Family Guy skit with the Ark, where it's like, what the fuck is this? It's going overboard. Then it evolved, but then, but then joke's on them. It was a mer, it was a mermaid. Somebody just looked at that fish and was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fuck that fish. And you know, any port in a storm if you're desperate. Speaking of fucking a fish, which pony or ponies would you like most to see as a character in a Monster Girl series? Ironically, I've actually written a Monster Girl series with MLP. It wasn't 100% popular. It was just human dusk in a Monster Girl world where I just made everyone what I believe monsters were. So obviously I made Pinky a slime. Um, oh, I... Well, I've seen pictures before of, like, yeah. a Dusk Shine, and then there's, like, Flutter Centaur. Yeah. Like, I, thought that, I, thought that was, I thought that was made before your story, but I, I'm curious. I think it was. I, I'm pretty sure it was, because I made her, like, a land harpy. Like, I made, I made Rainbow Dash, like, a, an athletic harpy. I had uh, Applejack be a type of, like, uh, Holtor Minotaur. Uh, Rarity was the Arachna, and then I just made the print. Then I, I wanted to expand on it further, but I never. And I got the and I got the cover image made for the second one, but I never wrote the second one. I was gonna have like the princesses be elves and just progress forward with that. And they all live in Japan. Ah, I never. No, it's all Equestria. It's just Monster Girl Equestria. Just Dusk somehow got there. Right. But, Up next. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I didn't want to cut you off. Like, no, I would have to say, uh, I would have to say, if I had to think like which pony or pony I would like to meet or see as monster, as characters in Monster Girl animes. Um, honestly, I think just to just break up tradition, I'd like to see some of the non ponies fill these types of pony roles. Like you kind of see something like that with the Diamond Dogs, Abyssians, and the parrots and stuff. Like these bipedal, these semi bipedal. Uh, basically, furries. You just have furries in the world. In the world, like technically dragons to an extent too. So let's 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 just give these non-pony characters more spotlight, even if it's even if it's transitioning to the monster girl genre. Yeah. All right. Then up next, um, we kind of covered that next one. If Anon came to Equestria and all the ponies were monster girls with even weirder quirks than they already have, you know, anime logic, how quickly would he get through with them and actually have a functioning harem instead of this bitch boy nonsense of trying to just pick one girl when a fleet of women are throwing themselves at him in every episode? Um, God, I would have to say if they have some type, usually like in these situations, they have some type of herb or energy drink that just keeps you going like an Energizer bunny which is on Viagra. So I would have to say relatively quickly because in those types of situations, you always go for the harem ending. 
Like, even if you don't plan on marrying or banging all of them, the harem ending just is the most logical outcome. You give everyone what they want, and yeah, if you want them to have a pecking order, then just establish the pecking order. You're on top, they're not. Or you're all equal. It's just whoever outlasts the other in the bedroom. So, yeah, I would say he would do so relatively quickly. The downside would be, like, the real problem would show up after he's done with his little harem, and if he's, like, a very rare breed, humans in a monster girl world, and you're not a, and it's not a common occurrence, now the main point of that story is all the other girls need to try to protect their man from all the other harems. You go outside five steps, the girls look away, look away for a second, next thing you know, you're dragged, you're dragged in the next shop, and you're going to have, basically, I, I don't know... Um, uh, yeah, you could, you're just going to have like uh, some some alcohol fairy, uh, Barry Punch, wanting to have some fun with you. You know, speaking yeah. of like some, some sort of herb or energy drink needed, like why not why not arachne venom where it, it, the arachne venom is an aphrodisiac and a Viagra? Yeah, like th- that actually is a very common thing. Hell, I've seen uh, I think yeah, but you can't... stories where like their their venom functions as a very strong aphrodisiac. I actually wrote a story. I did a commission actually about that late recently. You 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 retroactively stole my idea, sir. Don't blame me. Blame no, the client who came, it's up, been, who came up with it and paid me. It's Speaking been around of, for a while. You get a similar reaction from banana spiders actually. Yeah, but you die like after you're done. True, but the story goes that some dude got bitten by a spider and went through, like, what, four, five of his girlfriends before he finally killed over? Uh, yeah, that's actually because of the tox of uh, the, it's, a, it's the neurotoxin found in the, in the banana spider that actually causes misfiring in the brain. So you're slowly giving yourself a heart attack, but in the process, because it's diverting too much blood to your penis, it's not causing proper circulation to the rest of you, so you end up dying of basically uh, sl- sometimes organ failure or heart failure. It's purely because of neurotoxin misfiring. So if that bites you, you know the term death throws? If it bit you, though, would you have a death jizz? Yeah. Quite possibly, yes. Yeah, one of the things you don't really come. You just, your muscles are so tensed up, you cannot come from it. You will keep hitting orgasm, but you will not come. That sounds sounds like a fate worse than death, not going to lie. I mean, you finally come when you die. You come and go. But sure, but speaking of death, come <laughs> who is your favorite MILF? Oh, yeah, you're right, death will come from me. Um, okay, what would we define as a MILF? I've been asked that question before, and they're like, well, that's not technically a MILF. If we're talking like a character who has an established child and they're sexy, that's what we're defining as a MILF. They have the mommy energy, okay. I uh, can't use that character because she technically doesn't exist. Uh, I'll have to go with Princess Cadence. Yes! You know, to me... Fuck it, bitches! You, you know, to me, the one who has <laughs> the biggest mommy milf energy, even greater than that of Cadence, to me, it's Celestia. Yes, She's but pretty good. She has no children. There, There's another popular one you see everywhere is Button Cream Heart. Mother, Cream yeah, Cream Heart. Heart. Yeah. Uh, no, she she's another great answer. She is a great answer, and that was actually going to be my answer, but she's not technically a canonical character, so I couldn't, I didn't feel it was proper. The only other MILF I would have to say immediately after that, because that is also another character who has an established child, is Pinky. 
she has little cheese. I forgot she's a MILF now. Yeah, she problem is, is which, if you think about it, and I've seen images of that, since she canonically had a child with cheese sandwich, and cheese sandwich is voiced by Weird Al, Weird Al has just stolen everyone's pink waifu. You saw that tweet he made, right? Ha ha, I stole your waifu. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, All right. Like, yeah, spoiled rich is like up there, but you gotta it, you love to hate her. There's just nothing positive. You never write romantic stories about her. You just write stories about her getting her come up ins or just being a whore. Her come up ins. Welcome to the come zone. Uh who uh let's see, who's your favorite non pony character? Technically Discord. Fair enough. By why is Piers oh, good. By his purest existence. Like, there's others, but I guess Discord's the one off the top of my head I like the most. Next question is, why is Spike the worst and everyone that likes him is wrong? Um, God, that's a tough one, because I like Spike. I just feel like he's not used properly. Like, he had a lot of good potential, and he could have... That's why I hated how, in the finale, in the epilogue, he wasn't like the Dragon Lord. He got the damn scepter first. I don't care if he passed it to Ember. I've even in my own head canon, that's just a temporary thing. She's just the Dragon Lord in in she's just keeping the seat warm when the true Dragon Lord shows up and starts his dragon harem. That's my future for Spike. And then and and then I Ember hear will sit typing. And then Ember will sit in in the true seat, which is Spike's lap. Exactly, and then of course you got to have Smolder there because you know you got to have someone to keep everything clean, in between. And then you got to have Ocellus there because she comes free with Smolder. Yeah, she does. Like that. I don't care what anyone says. Those two are a couple, and I will fight the entire internet if I must. Yeah. Did yes. you say Ocellus, or are you talking about uh, uh, what's her name? The the the, the changeling from the Student Six, Ocellus. Yeah, why why Ocellus? Why not Smolder or whatever the fuck her name is? No, they they come together. Those two yeah, are a package come, deal. They come together. Like they're like oh. they, Yeah, they're just a weird couple. Like, I don't know. It's like we all kind of saw Sandbar and Yona. That was awesome. We kind of can see Gallus and Silverstream. That we kinda expect that, but that's more of a they're super chill with each other. Sandbar clearly shows that he that he cares for Yona. Hell, I wrote a one K about them banging called Best Smash Ever. Yes. I think I vaguely remember reading this actually. That, that was, I think that was one of my that was one of my few one Ks that actually did get featured. Yeah. I think I saw that one in the box. And Spike would get along well with Ocellus because Ocellus gives off Twilight vibes, which would give him a slight incestuous vibe. Then he would just ask her to turn into Twilight and then turn into rarity and then Find a way to turn it into something in between. If, oh my See, god! Now I'm imagining. Then turn into Twilight's mom. Now I'm imagining a story idea where Spike is dating Ocellus and everyone's aware of it and stuff, and Twilight accidentally walks in on them doing the do, and she's changed into Twilight. <laughs> you know, this is the It's like uh, what the hell was her name? Greta or something? Like is like Spike got, gets along with one of, with that with that Griffin girl that like Rarity was super jealous. Gabby, so it's like, Gabby, Gabby. Gabby. Like, Another another Griffin with a G. Yeah, like, basically, uh, yeah, Spike pretty much, I don't think he's the worst. I think he just was improperly used. If Pencil were here, she would say otherwise. Speaking of improperly used, 
If Dick Cheese could be if Dick Cheese could be blocked and sliced for sandwiches, how much vaginal marinara would we need to spread on our avocado toast to make a fuck trophy? Jesus, that's like four levels of meta right there. <laughs> I would have to say it depends on the amount of proteins in the dick cheese, plus whether or not you want to properly utilize the animal the animal byproduct of rennet. It also goes into what we're trying to make here. Is this yes. become, is this becoming a uh, vinegary feta cheese? Are we going to actually mix uh, some of the fluid in it because of the vinegar the, the ammonia and vinegar content? So we can basically make that. Are we going to uh, Pardoning out in the sun like the Mongolians do to make buaslag, which I actually wanted to make some a, a fic about that, where like the yaks basically just come in these things or make these dick cheese things that they harden into biscuits, call essentially buaslag, and then you just see Pinky eating them completely unaware of what they actually are. This, I'm I'm just having this moment right now. Dick cheese like, buaslag. What? Where? What? This is just our fucking life. I, <laughs> so, I, watched, I watched an entire documentary on the history of cheese because I was really bored. So, you know, who has, really well. so who here has the nutrition facts for dick cheese, huh? Like, what's no, in no, there? I don't want to know. Alpha, see if uh, something comes up. It's, it's uh, a few bits of protein, but primarily mostly waste product and some bits of DNA. So ideally speaking, you are, e you are essentially eating the closest thing you can ever get to cannibalism because it's still made it's still made of the basic genomes that create the human body so okay yeah hold um, on i have the dumbest fucking idea actually okay. Nixon with vaginal you are making a legit fuck sandwich that's... hold on hold on i have the dumbest <laughs> fucking idea hey what google kind of food coloring is how there? many calories are in dick cheese my apologies i don't understand <laughs> yeah, neither do we. Neither do we Google now, neither do we. <laughs> Pencil would know. Pencil would know. I'm, glad that, I'm glad that was captured. Can, can someone please... Alex, can you capture just that moment where he's asking and then Google's response? I think that just highlights a, a few things about us. Let's, yes. let's go to questions from Jammer before Dick Chase just takes over our lives. Number one, what's it like to write? And do you have any tips, tricks, or things you wish you knew when you first started? Yes, actually. Writing actually is kind of fun. It's all about you are either creating something or you take something and go, how do I fuck with this? How do I tweak this? And you try to make it better, worse, something. You just kind of take an idea and run with it. As for any tips or things I wish I knew, um... Uh, Kind of hard. I went to college to be, I have a bachelor's in English primarily focused on literature and writing. So I kind of learned a lot of these things going into college. It went, well, my degree is useless, so I might as well try to make something out of it. So I would have to say, write like your audience has no idea what you're talking about. You are legitimately writing as if your reader is unfortunately stupid, for lack of a better term. Not in an insulting way, but more of a, okay, this person might not know what a penis is. How would you describe it? Is it curved? Is it hard? Is it long? Like, what is the difference between a pecker and a schlong? Like, you go into something like that. Use a metaphor. You rhymed. For descriptions. You rhymed for a second there. You were basically Dr. Seussing us about the education of dicks. <laughs> nice. See? Disproportional luck. I hate everything about this right now. But yeah, that's, that's some of the easiest ways I can really put it, where just write what you want to know, write what you know. And worst case scenario, if you really want some inspiration, literally just look up every fetish imaginable. That's what I did. 
I had to have seen everything. Hey, I'm there. I'm right there with you. Fluttershy wants in your pants. The goal is to ride every fetish. Yeah, I mean, God, that poor girl's pretty much been. She's been given every fetish at this point. It's true. Now, number two. If you were given 33 drinks of your choice every week, would you give Nighty a place to stay uh, at or near your home? Nighty's the admin of fiction, fiction. I have actually never had a conversation with Nighty. I have no idea what Nighty is like. I've speaking to some of the other like admins and stuff because I've had some problems that needed help or some questions, but I've never really spoken with Nighty, so I can't really give a fair assessment. But you know, Nighty's the reason this whole this shit exists for us, and that I'm able to do this. So I'd have to say. 33 drinks um got you know you know that you know just give me like 33 different flavors of mountain dew every week and i will and i will and i'll and i'll go halvesies on an apartment nice number three are you aware of the oc thing pony uh i did actually look at those links and i actually the funny thing is i actually have read and watched the thing yay well, that's the thing's OC. Would you hug her, kiss them goodnight, tell them every little thing's going to be all right? Would you fuck it? Well, if I have a 100% guarantee it's not going to assimilate me, yes. For the same logic for slimes. That yes. thing can create an orifice anywhere. I never have to be. I never have to worry about sex getting old. I could literally be doing their kneecap one night, their earlobe the next, and maybe their eye socket, and somehow it's always going to be a mouth. You can fuck her or a face. Yeah, right. But you can fuck her like any this. Place. If you assimilate, you can have anything. Yeah, but where does my dick start and their mouth end? Like that's the problem. Is it really fucking? You make it sound like that's it, the problem. Does it need to be a mouth? Like, what if she decides she, she could decide one night, all right, you're going to shove your dick in my heart now. Does she need to have a mouth? Can she do it as a trout? Okay. Enigma, you just lost talking privileges. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's bring in Groovy in his place. No, stop. Number four, do you have any themes, characters, or genres you think that should have more stories written about? Honestly, I haven't really fully explored a lot of other things. I've mostly just stuck with the smut. So if it's not smut related, I'm going to have a lot of mysteries. I'd like to see less darker conquest stories, but I know there's a huge demand for it. So I personally just avoid like I will write some pretty messed up, some pretty messed up darker stories, too. But I tend to avoid reading them if I especially if I develop a really close emotional attachment to the character, like I feel bad for them, like. I avoid a lot of dark cuckold, a lot of netarare. I avoid a lot of those things. Or you got to either break everyone, make the guy accept it or the girl accept it, depending on your fetish. But any themes, I'd like to see some more really in-depth mysteries. I'd love to see more big world building. I'd like to see more... I'd like to see the fans really focus on, like, the origins of species. Like, where did the... Di like, like, where did the first ponies... Like, the fact that uh, Celestia and Luna said that a natural-born... Uh, Alicorn just doesn't happen. That so that implies they themselves earned their wings. I mean, in stories, Cadence was a Pegasus and got her horn. Mm -hmm. So that means the natural born is just this weird genetic mutation. And what is their what's the origins? Whereas begin, what was the first species? Was this uh, does this defeat the preconceived notion that the very first pony was an Alicorn and just branched out? 
So I'd like to see more like origins of species. I'd love to see creative world building. Right. And not, I'm assuming you also mean not necessarily the kind of uh, shoehorned, oh, Lauren Fosticorn is, is. I yeah, like I can appreciate people wanting to throw like Fosticorn in there, but you know, like it's the same logic where it's like, if I'm, if I'm like doing a, if I'm doing like a, a non, if I'm doing like a non MLP, like if, if I'm playing like D and D, for example, I do not like when my players use modern slang like thought or hoe or stuff like that or thick. Like it, I, I don't know. It just it it puts me off. I'll let I let them do it because I try to be a forgiving guy. I just I, it puts me off. Yeah. All right. Up next, we have questions from the Glim Master. Man, we have so many to get through. I'm gonna have to skip a handful of these that we uh, kind of already touched on earlier on. Uh, so the first thing that I'm going to ask is his number two question. How do you make worst pony become best pony? Hard work, determination, and just trying to make it work. Like, you could take, like, who are the worst ponies I could think of? Prince Blue Blood, uh, Zephyr Breeze, Mud Briar, and Featherbang. How do you take these four guys and make them sexy? Either not about Mud Briar. You put him in the grip. I did. I actually did that with Mudbriar, where I actually just is like, yeah, he's a pretty cool guy, and he and he and Maud actually getting some really good kinks. He just has a really amazing dick. He just not enough blood flow to his personality. Other than that, it just you, Zephyr Breeze is almost completely ir- irredeemable. You cannot make him sexy without altering his personality too much. Mm-hmm. Blue Blood, you could try to justify his shitty behavior because he's used to people wanting him for his money. Featherbang. He's just a little bitch boy. You, you, you cannot. I cannot imagine a story where he's on top. Mudbriar, you made it sound like he specked all of his stats into dick. He probably did. <laughs> Stick in the mud, more like dick in the mud. Dick in the mud. Yeah, you know, he, I mean, hey, if if Mod has a rock hard ass and he's got a nice stick, he's got a stick in the mud. Then yeah, he's basically pounding her ass in the mud. No, no, he's basically jackhammering. Steve why do you think, think Mod had to find wood into that soft granite? <laughs> Mod had to find her own like secret cave, so that way they don't get too loud. Yeah, literally, like they just—they're just so quiet and stoic in public, and they think they're like siblings or like they hate each other or something. But you know, she's getting mating pressed every night. Like Jesus. I I gotta I actually have to now do a one K about that now. Like I I, I I didn't think of it like that. Hey, I got one I got I one for you. I got one for you. I got one for you, and I'm trying to be as kid friendly for obvious reasons. But what comes to mind when you hear "put your nose to the grindstone" and "mod" in the same context? Oh, death by thighs. I I feel like since they did it in the cave, right, and they do it in one specific spot. I, I feel like all the friction from those two basically polished that granite. It's just, they just created their own erosion. <laughs> and it's the just... oils, the oils made it, like, shiny. Yeah. This is, this is bad. This is why, this is why this cast is frustrating, because we come away with so many ideas and nothing ever gets written. <laughs> all right, uh, number four, what superpower would you like to have? The ability to... Just isolate time so I have all the time in the world to basically sleep and write because there's just not enough time in the day where you try to work a full-time job and write this stuff, especially mm-hmm. when you try to put deadlines for yourself. Agreed. 
I I would like selective good luck. And by, by selective good luck, I mean good luck that I could turn on and off on a whim for specific things. Because, like, say I'm playing a video game, I don't want to always want to win, right? I could turn it off for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too much good, like, I, I can't remember what it is. There's, there was something, oh, there was, yeah, there's a whole thing in Danganronpa 2 about good luck. Blech. But yes. Um, let's see. Number five. Have you ever had a moment where you just sat down and you're like, why do I like this show? Why, why do I like the ponies? Yeah, I, I, I've had those. It's it's a combination of things. Like when you sit down and you realize I have a lot of time consuming hobbies. I don't just write. I also work a job. I have to, you know, I have to earn money. I also I do gaming. I do Dungeons and Dragons. I actually try to get a U I actually have a YouTube channel I try to put together for gaming reasons. And I'm trying to get into drawing. My drawings are terrible. I haven't evolved pat I literally I've just spent the last fifteen years learning how to write. Instead of, you know, drawing. I can't make it past stick figures at this point. Well, I mean, I draw quite a bit. I might be able to give you some pointers here and there. I would love to. I've gotten some pointers from people, even uh, even some some of the more, uh, if I could, I'm uh, pretty sure people know about this one. Uh, Cold-Blooded Twilight's actually been very helpful with a lot of ideas and suggestions. Hey, Cold-Blooded Twilight. That's someone we should get on here. Now then, <clears throat> next question. Number six. A creature of four legs looks very displeased with its friend. The friend is making a piece of clothing for the displeased creature. Upon giving questions to the creature, it answers that such a piece must contain a certain percentage to finally fulfill the creature's demand. What percentage do you think this would be? Uh, let's say with four-legged creature, combine that, do mathematics, 69%. Nailed it. N nailed it. <laughs> Okay. I actually wasn't expecting that answer. I, the, only uh, other one, the other number is 89. Fair enough. Seton is up next. Number one, what's your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that's really unhealthy, but it's just so good? Deli uh, I would have to say, I was about to say this, sushi. I yes! Sushi. Especially, like, uh, my favorite is nigiri sushi. Just the fish on top of rice. Like, just, if I'm stressed, angry, happy, or just really bored. I'm just gonna buy. I'm gonna go to my local market, get some sushi, shove it in my craw. You can't mess it up. It's always consistent. You're not setting yourself up for disappointment. I mean, the the worst thing that could happen is that the fish is a little old. Yeah, pretty much. That 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 fish has to be of legal age. Number two. What is the biggest or weirdest fear that you have? Um, acrophobia. I have a very, I can, like, I can either go up or I can go fast. I can't do both. I'll either go in a bumper car or climb a tower, but I'm not going on a goddamn roller coaster. To the point where I cannot get on a plane. I will just, I'll just dose myself with sleeping pills, pass out, and either I'm going to die from a plane accident or I'm going to wake up on the ground. I hate flying so much. What happened? Okay, I always wonder this. Say you dose yourself on the plane, right? And you're out cold, but, uh. But the plane hasn't gone off yet. It's still at the airport, right? And you're out cold, and the cabin on gets on the radio and talks to everyone and says, "All right, uh, this flight has been canceled. Everyone, move over to the next plane." And you're you're there out cold. What 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 happens? 
it's their job to drag my unconscious ass over there, I guess, because I paid for my ticket. I mean, if retail, I mean, if, if retail work, you had, a lot of people treat retail workers basically like borderline slaves. So I guess I'll treat them like slaves. I, I yeah. Or, do, or does it, they'll, just, they'll just keep poking me with a stick or whip out the smelling salts. Yeah, I've I've had this before where they have to like wake you up to move you off the plane, and it it's not fun. Yeah, but it, it does happen. I, I would honestly just wait until the plane is about to take off. Like the moment you know it's going in the air, that's where I'm like, okay, dosing myself. I got to see what the sky looks like. I hate it already. Wake me up. Wake me up inside. Up next. Why is the bag milk the best milk? Honestly, I've never had it. I can't. I can't say that. Like, I, as long as it's actually milk. If it's like soy milk, no, no, that's soy juice because they couldn't call it nut milk or nut juice. No, it's actual milk. Just Canada is stupid because for some reason they like to just instead of like serving in in a jug that's resealable. They said put it in a bag that you have to fold and buy a special clip for and a special picture for so that way you can actually, like, do it right and none of it's recyclable. So, like, ah. Who designed that? Apple? Canada. Next question. <laughs> I agreed. What is your one annoying habit? Something that annoys you or something that you do that annoys other people? I can't shut up. Oh, but we like that. Yeah, because you only got to be with me for two hours. No comment. Number five. What's the theme song for your sex life? I don't know the exact song, but what's a but like what's a what's what's a good theme song to describe like happening once in a blue moon? All by blue myself. Blue moon. No, no, not all by myself. The person exists. It's just. We're stable in every other way. That Eminem song. That Eminem song where it starts. If you had one moment, one time for a moment, for a moment like this, maybe. Yes. Wait a lifetime for a moment like this. Uh, my partner's gonna murder me when she sees this. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh shit. Hey, it's it's not a it's not hello darkness, my old friend. So that's that's good. It will be afterwards. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on, then. I'm trying to really watch the time. Uh, Enigma, go into Arconics questions. If you're able All to. Right. Give me a second. Da, 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 da. While you're doing that, just a quick answer. Yes, I watch anime. Yes, I watch Dura Dura. I never watched the second season. I only watched the first one. My porn stash is 11 terabytes. Hey. 11 terabytes? Holy shit! Like, hey, that's that's how, big, how big is the internet? How big can the internet cloud hold? Like, that's pretty much what I've had. All Holy I know shit. is all I know is that the entire weight of the internet is the weight of a strawberry. That is hysterical. So, Arconics asks, you've written a lot of questions. This isn't a question, that's a statement. You respond to that. Uh, yeah. Uh, God, how long? Uh, seven, almost eight. It's about like eight, almost eight years of doing that will happen. You accumulate a lot of stuff. Like it just it stacks after it just stacks after a while. Hundred sixty-two here. We'll agree. Awesome. A lot of stories. 
Yep. What powers you? Uh, same thing that gets me up in the morning. Self-loathing, hatred, and just and just aggression against all life because I hate the sun. What powers me is the chase for that titty. Who is best milf and why is it Twilight Velvet? You know, if she got better airtime where she could be a more developed character, I'd have to agree, but she doesn't. Her entire character development exists only in fanfiction form. But she did create Twilight, which kind of set the whole thing in motion, so I guess that's how she can be considered best. She She's just Twilight plus 20 years or so. Yeah, she's just she's the default you go to. You want a good milf for an actual established character and not button mashes a mom? You go to a Twilight Velvet. What if she has, like, a slur or something? What? I don't think she's ever talked. She talked that one time, and it was just Twilight's voice. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Alternative... Really? I don't remember that. Yeah. It was in the episode where the clouds nearly killed the princesses because of the baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they did talk after that. You remember? It's... I'll never know what I remember. They, they, there was a moment when they said they're so proud. And uh, actually, there was a moment when I think it was Twilight Velvet, Velvet said in the baby episode, well, we can't keep calling her the baby. There you go, like, yeah. created the, the baby meme that and, I did. And then the dad was just shining armor also. They just recycled the kids' voices. Yeah. Alternatively, why is Princess... Why is it Princess Cadence? Uh, daily, because she's just perfect mold. It's like, why is like why is Pinky and Fluttershy just the bit one of some of the best fat material? You just could take that sexy body and just make anything out of it. You want her to be a cheating spouse? You could do it. You want her to be a devoted husband, wife? Do it. You want her to be the super slut? Do it. You can make anything out of her. Plus, the concept of being princess of love is so vague. That you can make anything out of it, from the most heartfelt romance to just the most seediest, debaucherous carnality. It's true. Right. That's why she's my favorite character. All right, thanks to Ramp at the Maker Attraction. Uh, Twilight's mom does indeed have a character I remember now. In the Blimp episode, she turns out she's a daredevil. She's oh, a thrill shit. Speaker. There was a, yeah, there's that. I forgot. I forgot, too. I thought she was I a writer or something. No, that that's a that's a fan canon. That's a fan fiction thing. Okay. See. Yeah. Oh god. Okay. Now I remember. Now I remember. I think that was episode. from like Daring Dunn. The but there's other things. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she had sex in that barrel going over Niagara Falls. Makes uh, sense. Do you have any opinions on donkeys? They're actually the only species that only seem to exist for like two characters. You do not see any more of them. So I have no idea. Are they a uh, my headcanon is they're just a subspecies of Earth ponies that just are slightly more lanky, but they make it up with having bigger dicks or something. I remember seeing an ugly little gray donkey in one of the episodes as a throwaway gag. Yeah, it was the uh, uh, stubborn as a mule joke. And he was like, he was offended, and Pinkie Pie was like, I'm sorry. Now, uh, if you Twilight. were... If you were to discuss anti-disestablishedarianism with Hubert Blaine, Wolfgang Gusher Hassenberg Dolph Sr., would it be 
would you do in Tumwan Tangkang Angang Ungan Kamehameha, or would it be in in Alteris, which I will short abbreviate to Janka? I would I have hear? to have that conversation instead in Lanferpus Kunsinkrinkokok in West. Yes! Nice. <laughs> I would I rather also... have that conversation there because it's sillier. Yeah. Listen, man, I don't, sp- I don't speak ancient Mordor, right? I don't speak, bl- I don't, I don't speak Mordorese. It's called black speech. I know. I wasn't aware if I was, if I was allowed to say that on Twitch, Rab. That's why I danced around the word. Now then, I'm gonna take Shakespeare, please. Don't. Don't take that out of context. Anyway, after the tremendous successes of your flurry heart fix, a slice of pumpkin's cake, um, a button mashing, a creamy heart, creamy heart, which I have on my personal to-read list, uh, next infest li- next incest fic when? Honestly, well, one, thank you. I've actually read a lot of your stories, and they were fun. Um if I'm remembering the right person again, sorry, I've said at the beginning, I have a really terrible memory, but I remember I've seen, I've seen that avatar image before and it's always a pleasure to see it. It always makes me laugh. Honestly, I don't know, just fin fix, uh, when it comes to incestual fin fix, you just kind of roll with it. Like it's super easy to do anything with the apples. It's easy to do anything with the pies. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything in mind. It just if someone decides to be like, "Hey, hey, Holocron, could you uh could you do this one about uh, uh I don't fucking know. Uh just basically just a giant orgy of the changeling hive because they're all technically siblings." I'd be like, "Okay, $15 every thousand words, please." <laughs> My current price, hell, I get you know, with the last five minutes I have left, it's, let's see. I mentioned I have a YouTube channel, and I also and I might as well advertise my pay my my payment prices. Fifteen thousand words every th- fifteen fifteen dollars every thousand words. I've been lowballing it this entire time. I mean, I've I started out with one dollar every thousand words. You can imagine you, you lowballed it. Now that's really lowball. <laughs> oh, I I and no no. Here's the worst part. My first couple stories, I did some of them for free just to show people what I could do, and then it went from there. Then it just started increasing. Now it's currently at $15 every thousand words for a maximum of 10,000 words. I mean, that's how you Perfect. have to get your Perfect. foot in the door sometimes. Is uh... Yeah, like it's one of the few chances where you could actually intern yourself a little. Be like, yeah, I'm going to do like the, fir- the first three people to comment, get their stories for free. I don't care how long they are because I want to show I can get the job done. Then I've also I've only ever really disappointed two clients, and I've had and I've only ever had to default on one. And I've also, I always felt bad for that, but like if you've seen how many commissions I've done, that's still a decent ratio where I've only let down three people. I still feel I've also, I've also let down two clients, but let's not talk about my parents right now. That's not really Go letting on. them down. That's just <laughs> proving you're not a worthwhile investment. Wow! <laughs> that was awesome! Oh, man. Can someone... I need that as a ringtone. <laughs> oh, up next, um, Shakes asks, are you following me because I'm already following you or for some other reason? I, 
I, I, it's not like a lack of disrespect for that. Like, I'm definitely going to start following, following him now, uh, not out of guilt. More of a, I, I don't really follow people that much. Like, I have a really low follow list. Where's my follow, damn it? I'm pretty sure you've jerked off. You've given teaspoons to my clop. Probably. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Just, you know, just, just message me and I'll just follow you because I'm pretty sure I have followed your stuff before. I'm pretty sure Holocron doesn't follow my stuff. I, 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 I'm more likely to just basically look. I, at this point, if I want to read something new, I just go straight on to what the features are and go from there. I just stopped my exploration of parts. Mm, I, just, uh, I feel that. Yeah. I think that's fair. To be fair, I, I, I have 2,600 people following me. I'm following 52 people. Like, I'm bad at following authors. <laughs> I follow 469, nice, but it doesn't mean I know what they're doing. I don't read, like, hardly anything, like, it feels bad. I'm more, I'm more interested in the people in their lives. Anyway, uh, Shakespeare goes, oh, wait, you aren't following me on a scale of 1 to 10. How embarrassed are you right now? Uh, let's see, you know, that, uh, uh, that abyss looks really friendly. <laughs> Uh, did you, did you fix that following problem? Just kidding. It's not a big deal. I saw you broke the thousand follower count. How much do you value follower count? I didn't, but I'm very grateful. Like I, like it was inevitable. I would eventually hit that point. The fact that I did, it still feels nice. Mm -hmm. Hold on to that feeling. Cause it doesn't get better. The higher you go. It doesn't. I like, ha like I, like I, I hit a thousand, then it was like a thousand and five. Then it went down to like a thousand and two. And I'm like, great. I'm going to go under a thousand and be sad. Then it's like at a thousand and three or something right now. Like it's at least a thousand. And uh, like I posted a blog. I'm like, just say all you readers. That's amazing. Like just, I love all of you guys. Thank you so much. And of course their comments are, Hey, when are we going to get this story, that story, and that story? And my response is, I don't have an answer to that. I don't want to get everyone's hopes up with spoilers. Right. And even, even in general, though, like, we've had, um, like, I'm, I'm number 30 on the site right now, I think, right now, as far as, like, top followed. And I don't even, like, think about the follower account. Like, and we've had Abyss on, who's number five right now. He, I believe he said, I'm take, I might be taking this out of context a little bit, that he was almost kind of disappointed once he got that high. And then, like, Short Skirts, like, he's number two. And he just, like, he doesn't even think about it. He's got so many alts at this point. Like, he, he's just like, I, I just want people to read the story. Do you guys yeah. remember Do you guys remember those, those, those two to three years where follower count equated to your dick length? No. I never, re I do not know that. God, I must have, I just had an innie for the last three, seven, seven or so years, I guess. <laughs> now then. Uh... Now Shakes says, oh, by the way, did you fix that following problem yet? Just kidding, it's not a big deal. He unfollows you. JK, love you, baby. Seriously, they'll follow me. Oh, what are you drinking right now? Uh, not, uh, let's see. I'm still, dr I'm still drinking, but I'm going to need something stronger, and I think I'm going to need some mental bleach. It's well, there you go. Here's your opportunity. Fuck! There you go. There's a drink. That's uh, not a question. Yeah, I need a, a gulp on that one. Uh... uh but with that said, we are right at our two hours, which means that we're out of time, and we just barely got through all the questions. 
That said, Holocron, one final question before we get ready to sign off. Um, if people happen upon this in the future, and you are now Fin Fiction for Affinities, most renowned clop author, and they have some way that they want to get in touch with you and be like, oh, I would love to commission him to do something, or I want to ask this question because I listened to this and my question didn't get, didn't get answered. How can they reach out to you? Honestly, the easiest way to get back to get to me, especially through the fin, through um, Holocron, through the Holocron on uh, Fin Fiction, you can go on for Affinity on my original username Alchemigry. <laughs> which I'm going to have to spell it, A-L-C-H-E-M-I-C-G-R-E-E, -E, which, coincidentally, last time I got to be shameless here, is the name of my YouTube channel. And those are the best ways to get in contact with me. And if you, and I will not turn down anyone who wants a commission done. I will say, oh, I can't do this at this time, but I will always listen to your, listen to what they want done. And I will be honest with them. Oh, I can get this done really quick. Eh, it might take me a while, but I'll get it done. But you want a story done, I will write any story for the proper price. You want to keep it private, that's your private story. You want to post it to public, the price oh, is right there. So, yeah, Holocron on Finfic or Alchemigry on Fur Affinity. Awesome. Well, then, that said, we're out of time. Uh, Hollow, I can't thank you enough for taking two hours out of your day to come talk to us shitlords. We really appreciate it. I know I had a lot of fun. I can't thank you lovely shitlords enough for letting me be part of this pile. <laughs> of course. Hey, Milk, what are we up to next week? Uh, don't ask me. I don't know yet. Fuck. Well, be sure if you want to see what we're doing for our next sort of next few things. I know this April we're looking at a few awesome stuff, including game night and, of course, more shit face shit fix. Be sure to come join us on Discord. Alex, post the links. God damn it, Alex. Post the goddamn links. And, um, you know, we'll see you next time on the Barcast. Your bartenders for this evening have been Milk. Ah! Uh. Enigmatic Otaku. Ah! Flamin' Warfer. Yes. Ravage. Say what? Our amazing guest, Holocron. Thank you, as always. My name's Flutter Priest. I'm tired. That's it. We're done. Bye. I'm tired. I'm dead. <laughs>